Hello humans, hello humans. Monday, January 9th. A little after 9 in the morning here on the West Coast. I think we're supposed to hear from the um, Supreme Court today what they're going to do with the Brunson case. There's all kinds of ramifications to no, to anything they do with it, ignoring it, hearing it, and uh, deciding it one way or the other. So we'll see how all that plays out. But we're in the active phase of the big ugly now, and it's um, getting to be uh, visible. I mean, with the NFL football player guy uh, collapsing, I think he died. Personally, I think he died. Nine minutes with uh, CPR, and then another 20 minutes with, with CPR and no heartbeat. That kind of says, you know, no oxygen to the brain. And usually in two minutes, your brain is fried. So uh, I think he's dead. I think they're putting on a, um, uh, a hoax, a show, uh, because they're desperate to not have to deal with the big ugly right at this point. All of the um, optics are against them. The uh, mother weffers are on the defensive now. In fact, the mother weffers are actually uh, fleeing. So um, in Brazil, uh, they had a um, Trump and Biden situation with uh, Bolsonaro and Lula. And uh, Lula won uh, by... Um, uh, insertion of ballots. He didn't win the vote. He won by the number of ballots, just like here in the U.S. It's the um, Mother Weffer's playbook. Find out how many uh, legitimate votes your opponent's going to get, and then create enough ballots to have more than them, and try and come in at just some kind of a reasonable number. Well, they're making all this shit up as they go along, so none of it looks legit. It all looks uh, totally invalid, and Lula won... Uh, he was selected by the WEF. He's a member of the WEF. Uh, they actually had to get, the WEF had to get the CIA to get him out of Brazilian jail for corruption in order that he might run again. We do this shit all the time. So Biden goes down to the Caribbean and all of a sudden um, uh, prosecutors that are going to prosecute the banks for being uh, Jeffrey Epstein enablers and for flowing the money uh, from Epstein and doing all of this kind of stuff, these prosecutors are fired. Well, the mother weffers cannot have this information coming out. Uh, it's more than just Epstein, okay? So Epstein is Mossad. He's connected to the intelligence agencies, all to hell and gone. They're using um, central bank money to uh, do all the human trafficking, to entrap people, to blackmail them, uh, to murder other people, and so on, right? And so they can't have these banks being prosecuted because the banks have um, are, are one of the weak links in the sense that the bankers don't know what the hell they're doing, and when they're asked to testify, they will do so. And they'll testify truthfully, and all of that will point to the WEF, and then the WEF will be uh, undone. And so they can't have that. So they have these prosecutors fired, or they have them killed, or whatever, right? And so frequently they will just uh, have bankers killed. So we've had um, many instances. So uh, we're, we're coming into a banking crisis now. 
uh, this banking crisis is going to be the end crises. So I suspect that this will be a um, uh, amplification of those trends we've seen in the past relative to these events. And so we'll see um, like peak bank crisis and we'll also see peak banker death. So every time we have one of these banking crises, uh, a lot of bankers jump to their death or they're hit by trains or they have uh, car accidents and all of this kind of shit, right? And they end up dying. Sometimes they die with their families. Um, last time in 2008 crises, there were a number of European bankers that were killed with their families. So that, I think, was more of a... Um, a message to those individual bankers uh, that are higher up than the ones that were killed. Uh, so basically what the WEF does is they choose a reasonably high up uh, numb nuts banker that, that is going to be a problem to them and they got to execute the guy anyway. They do it in such a way as to send a message to everybody else so that they have to kill fewer people just because it's expensive to kill people and causes problems and there's, you know, um, uncontrollable ripples that happen in the happen in the event stream once you've done that uh, that cause you issues oh, that's right gotta make a note anyway um, so uh, we're back to the idea that here we are at a at a peak level of dysfunction in the quote Western liberal republics and we're at a peak level of banking dysfunction all of this is interrelated and it's all uh, intimately tied into um, each other and so we have peak banking um, issues we have peak political issues and we're at the peak of the WEF's power it's actually passed okay so the WEF only has power as long as people are not looking at it as soon as enough people look at it and say no we're not going along with this horse shit you know Klaus Schwab is an evil bug eater um, or he wants us to eat bugs he won't do it but anyway um, so Lula in Brazil was selected by the WEF to take over. They engineered it. Uh, Bolsonaro and all the people of um, Brazil have refused to accept it. And uh, uh, on, the, on New Year's, Bolsonaro left the country. Okay, so now this was necessary. This was part of the optics that are necessary. So none of the stuff that's happened here in the last couple of years um, against the WEF would have been possible with Trump in office. He had to remove himself and we've had to play out this particular long game. And so this is a very long war. So, um, you know, uh, people like General Flynn saying, oh, you know, Q's full of shit and the plan's full of shit, all of that kind of stuff. He's doing that quite deliberately um, because we must get everybody active. If everybody thought, oh, trust the plan and sit on your ass, well, then nothing gets done. Now we got so many people that are that are uh, not trusting any damn thing that things are getting done, such as in Brazil. So yesterday, uh, the people of Brazil, now that Bolsonaro's not in the country, it can't look like a coup. He's off doing his, his uh, vacation thing. And um, the people of Brazil... Uh, marched and or well they they assaulted they took over the presidential offices and Lula fled he, he does not feel safe uh, in the midst of all these Brazilians 
And it's my opinion, Bolsonaro could walk through that crowd of, of millions of Brazilians and never fear for a, a second, okay? And uh, Lula can't get within 500 feet of those mobs of people um, without shitting himself, he's so afraid of them. And this is, this is just where it's at, right? Uh, Trump can walk through the millions of people that were there for the supposed insurrection on January 6th, um, 2020, and, uh, you know, he'd have his, his security and stuff, but no one's going to fuck with Trump. None of the people in the crowd. You may have agents, you may have Antifa, these kind of people, just as they always have their provocateurs. But basically, the people are, are uh, coalescing. And the WEF can't have this, right? So the WEF is on the defensive. They're losing on all fronts. We're now into the big ugly where the uh, vaccinated people... Uh, are truly, um, truly, truly in agony. They're truly in hell because they've taken it. It's in their body. And all around them, they see signs that this shit's killing people and destroying their lives and, uh, you know, causing all kinds of um, uh, pain and this sort of thing. So everybody's mind is um, living, uh, consumed by the worm that flies at night, by fear. And this fear is just going to be eating them up uh, from this point on. This is why I, I termed it the big ugly. There's just no getting around it. There's ugliness no matter where you look. And the only thing that one can do as a rational adult is to stare into the face of the ugly and accept it and deal with it, right? Because we're here now. Um, most people will not. All right. So most people are not adults, in my opinion. And so they won't behave um, very well. And so we're going to get um, these kind of uh, spill-on effects to the big ugly. And some of these spill-on effects are uh, appearing now in the sense of, uh, you know, the, um, the mainstream media having to uh, totally, totally whore itself to try and say, oh, it's evil, it's grotesque, blah, 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 to suggest that this this uh, poor guy on the field, uh, that it happened because of the vaccine, which is not a vaccine. It's an injectable. It's an mRNA COVID injectable, right? Anyway, so um, it's gene therapy. Uh, so the NFL players, uh, they are, are acutely aware of this, right? These are not stupid people in the main. Uh, they have to, they've got good memories, they've got to, you know, coordinate their actions, etc., etc. These are, these are um, people that are aware of what's going on. And these guys are freaked. Uh, back channel reports uh, through the NFL, because the, the organization won't let anybody talk to anybody. Nobody's going to be available to media. you got to go through the the PR dudes, you know, their propaganda office, all of this sort of thing. And uh, so they're losing it. You know, this is defensive status, uh, defensive posture. They cannot come out and discuss the truth. Now, I put this into the um, uh, second um, legislator be advised, my Vox Populi project uh, that I sent out to all of our legislators and to all of our legislative assistants, uh, and some of them are already blocking me. Um, I get notice of that. 
uh, it's because they can't face the truth, right? Because they're involved in it. But I put in to this last one this whole issue of uh, you can't speak the truth. You're not allowed to say these things. And they know they're prescribed. They know their language is uh, constrained by the social order, by their peers. They feel this even if they don't uh, openly acknowledge it. And so my words will indeed touch on them. And then over this next week or so, we're coming into uh, a reminder period where lots and lots and lots of the uh, former pro-vax normies are going to start coming out as uh, questioning or anti-vax, all of which is going to start cracking the narrative, right? The narrative is totally cracked. It's about ready to shatter. Uh, the mother wefts are uh, on a defensive uh, globally, not just here in the U.S. They're, they're losing it in every single country that they've tried to take over, which is basically all the Western republics. This is truly the apocalypse, okay, the unveiling, the showing of everything. And from here on out, humanity has a different path. So as long as there was, okay, so if everybody lived in a village, if there were 145 of us on this planet totally and we were living in a village, we could never ever have this kind of a takeover situation, right? Um, Because nothing could be done in secrecy. The only thing that allows all of this to be done is the secrecy. That's why the Mother Weffers created the Freemasons. That's why they created the Illuminati. Uh, That's why they created the Rosicrucians. That's why they created the Eastern Star. That's why they pimped out Vladisvosky. That's why all of these secret societies exist, is to inculcate a large group of people into keeping secrets and then they start using those people to keep these great secrets that the mother wef is trying to take over and then after the course of several hundreds and hundreds of years uh, we arrive at this point now where they've almost taken over but in order to complete their takeover they have to go public and this is premature because too many people are yet awake now As I say, if we all lived in a single village, this kind of thing would be impossible. But with the internet now and and breaking loose social media from the control of the WEF, then we are in a global village. And no one would be able to promulgate this kind of uh, bullshit uh, if we have the open media and we all start speaking about it as we we say it, right? So I knew that shit was going down bad in 1963 on November 22nd when they killed Kennedy, when they assassinated Kennedy. That was the mother weffers, okay? Klaus Schwab and the CIA and all these fuckers were involved in it. Um, I knew then. There were a lot of us that knew then. But there was no way for us to influence the narrative. No way for those few of us that are on the fringe, the the outliers uh, in thinking, to be able to intrude and influence the narrative. So, um, and that's something here, right? That the way things work, like science works, where everybody has a consensus that, you know, um, uh, flies come into existence by way of spontaneous generation and they seem to have an affinity uh, to gener- spontaneously generate uh, when you have uh, piles of debris. This was an accepted 
uh, by the Mother Weffers, a fact of science in um, what we think of as the Middle Ages. Now note, all of our historical timelines are fucked. The Mother Weffers have been fucking with those for uh, at least 300 years, distorting all of them, and I think it goes back 11 or 1200 years. Uh, really solid. But in any event, so none of our timelines are accurate. But nonetheless, in what we think of as the Middle Ages, it used to be understood that all most insects arose from the idea of spontaneous generation, that somehow lumps of inanimate matter uh, would, would somehow be sparked to life and turn into a fly. This was accepted. This was accepted science. This was the consensus. And then along comes the invention of the microscope, and we see the fly eggs, and it's like, oh, aha, it's not spontaneous generation. Existent flies lay eggs, and we get other flies from those, and so on and so on and so on, right? And so science changed, even though that was a consensus, prevailing consensus, as we're told, for several hundred years. Um, so this is the purpose of people like myself, right? Uh, universe provides a certain percentage of humans that ain't going to accept this shit. That for whatever reason, our, our upbringing, our circumstances, we're just not going to go along. And I think that, that this percentage rises in any given society. Um, it's between, say, 18 and 25 or 26 percent, somewhere around a quarter of the population, we could just say, has a leaning towards um, non-acceptance of the consensus on any given item, right? Now, this is variable, of course. It's all very squishy. I'm just making these numbers up based on my own gut feeling about things. But nonetheless, it is provable that there are a number of us that are just not going to do this shit, and thus the Weffers really fucked up. Now, um, they fucked up on a couple of levels. First off, they're actually, by their nature of their attack on humanity and their depopulation agenda, they're killing off their faithful. They're killing off the true believers first. So they've really wasted the true believer uh, mass that they um, uh, uh, that accepted all the injectables. They thought all of us, for you know, they're really stupid. Bill Gates and these people are really stupid. I've actually met Bill Gates. He's not a great thinker. He just has a lot of money from his father, and that was it. He didn't write any code. He just bought code. Uh, he don't know shit. He's like as probably about as intelligent as Klaus Schwab. Now, these guys have intelligence, but they're not smart. In any event, they've killed off their um, true believer class and altered the uh, genetic makeup of the populace. So now, the unvaxxed, the fringe element, the outliers, we're the ones that are going to reproduce. You're going to concentrate those genes by what they've done. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've boosted the percentage of um, raspy humans in humanity by virtue of the mother weffers killing off all the compliant ones. I don't know. So universe does this so that humanity can't be wiped out by these fuckers. It does this that our species might be protected because we're useful to it. Now, you gotta got to think to yourselves, the Mother Weffers have to be really, really, really stupid. Like, you know, uh, four-day-old dog shit stupid, right? That fucking dumb. And because they should have seen that there would be 
uh, the outliers, the fringe, the resistant, all of the people that voted for Trump and all of this kind of stuff. And so how did they ever think that we were going to be um, rounded up and cajoled into taking these, these shots? And they tried everything. Man, look how hard they worked. And it didn't work. We just refused and they could not get their um, minions, the true believers, to actually line up and start murdering us by force, by forced injections, anywhere on the planet. Uh, there are a few places that they came close, right, with surreptitious injections to kids, not telling the parents, all of this kind of thing. And that's where we're at now with the big ugly. So over these next few weeks, I personally am expecting a number of uh, vengeful attacks, okay, that will result in death. I'm quite certain that there will be people killed. Uh, I expect that these attacks will be done by individuals who have suffered from the, the jab, either to themselves or to their families, and that they will be uh, uh, getting revenge. They will be taking out uh, those people that injured them, and we're going to get into another leg up of this giant big ugly, and you will have the uh, media, which doesn't have Twitter now, and it's losing all of its support in, in the the social media and without that they can't uh, dominate the narrative and so they're just they're losing it totally they're they're being whittled away they're on the defensive they're having to repeat our lines and try and, and our, our line of logic and try and defeat that logic which they can't do and they'll have to try and sell the attacks on all of these these individuals over these next few weeks and months as being part of a great right-wing conspiracy but it's going to be the uh, blue-haired people and the soy boys that are going to be freaking out and killing the people that gave them these injections or assaulting them and, you know, trying to get out their angst and, and reacting to their emotions now that they understand they're in the big ugly and so on, right? And, and it's just not going to, as I say, it's the big ugly and we're going to have to just live through it. I think it'll peak sometime uh, this summer. And it'll start to fade off from there for a lot of different reasons. But uh, it's, um, it's not going to be a, a good time at all for anyone. All right. Now, it in general is a sign of a, of a very good progression of things relative to the war against the WEF. Um, but for everybody involved on the front lines in these terrible battles, even though we're going to win the battle, it's not a good thing. And, uh, and we will experience this suffering over these, I think we'll start this week or next, uh, with a couple of incidences, and then it'll just start going. Um, there's some hints here that uh, we'll rename uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre to uh, wrap it around one of these incidents. It may be that the media does that in an attempt to portray uh, right-wingers in the United States going batshit, and so the They've got to uh, bring in the military here to try and control the, the evil right-wing uh, uh, white male extremists, right? And um, that's not going to work. The military is going to show itself as not supporting the uh, current administration. And then they, over the course of the end of this month and into February, uh, we'll get into the idea that maybe, just maybe, there's been contacts between... 
Biden and, uh, the, well, we know that, in fact, they're doing it through the back channel and it's all planned anyway, but the, the idea is that things become so extreme here that uh, Biden has to call for help from the UN to save America and bring in the blue hats. Okay, the blue helmet guys. This isn't going to happen. All right, so um, there will be talk about this. It'll be a big fear campaign, uh, but it's not going to happen for a number of reasons, primarily because of the uh, events external to the United States that will be occurring relative to Brazil and the UN, etc., but also uh, the banking system. So the banking system is going to have such large crap outs that we're going to get to the point where Oh, like Bitcoin will go up $1,000 in a day because everybody realizes how worthless the U.S. dollar is. And yet more countries will have joined the BRICS and they'll be abandoning the dollar. And uh, we're going to see the breakdown of the banking system eh, fairly rapidly. Five or six months, I think it'll take. It'll be a bunch of these uh, flash crashes where certain things happen, we all react, and then it sort of settles down for a little bit. And so, you know, Bitcoin will go up 1000 then maybe it'll drop down a couple of hundred, and then bumble along for a little bit, and then it'll jump up another thousand, and it'll just go this way. And um, it's a sign of the uh, fail failure, the continuing failure, the degradation, and the inability of the banking system to cope what's going on, with what's going on. And then, as I say, we'll have derivative crashes that will really propel us. And so you might have a, a derivative crash that occurs, and it wipes out, uh, say, two-thirds of the uh, Norwegian social security system because they invested in this derivative and it's no longer uh, good and they can't get anything out of it. And so now two thirds of the Norwegian uh, retirement social security system is bankrupt. Is, is, you know, they've lost two thirds of their money and everybody gets a giant fucking haircut uh, in terms of what the state can give them. That sort of thing will occur with these derivative crashes. As these occur, each and every one of those will be commensurate with gold, silver, and uh, some cryptos rising very rapidly. Um, very, very rapidly. So we'll see, you know, Bitcoin go up a thousand, and then gold and silver will break their uh, the manipulation hold on them. And at that point, we have an interesting set of circumstances where much of the mother weffers and the and the central bankers efforts will be focused on attempting to um, maintain and control the suppression of the price of gold and silver they'll let bitcoin go at that point they'll let the cryptos go and we'll see bitcoin go into one of its regular fabulous runs where it might add five thousand dollars in a week uh, that sort of level of uh, progression will be the early slow days. Once it really gets moving, it's going to move because the dollar is dying. It's not that Bitcoin is becoming that much more valuable. It's that people are recognizing that there's that uh, amount of dollars. Now, here's the big kicker on all of this. So we may get to a situation where the following occurs where because we have derivative crashes and because we have hugely escalating crypto prices and gold and silver have broken loose, we have a generalized uh, currency failure that happens over the course of some period of time. And if that were to occur, we would have this weird situation, all right? 
and that is that um, you would have uh, gold, or let's just say silver. Okay, so you'd have silver break out of whatever it is now, you know, and uh, and when it breaks out, the premium will disappear and become subsumed within the price. So uh, a dealer won't think of it as X number of dollars plus his premium, which is his profit and covers his costs. He'll just think of it as the price of silver. And um, then we'll just start really escalating and we'll get up to $600 an ounce silver. Now, at that point, the dollar is relatively meaningless, right? People will not be using, uh, if they go to use digital dollars, so we'll probably end up with a, uh, let me back up, so we'll probably end up with, for a while, with like a multiple um, species uh, currency system. So you'd be able to buy things with, with cryptos, with gold, with physical silver, and um, within that, there will be slight differences between uh, minted coin silver and uh, uh, silver that's just bullion. Um, and you'll even be able to use dollars, both digital and, which we have now, you know, you go use your card and uh, paper. And so you may find a situation where because the derivatives crash and so many banks go down and all of this, we actually have a situation where paper currency may escalate in value, okay, temporarily, just because we need a circulation and not everybody's got a, a circulating species, and not everybody's got gold and silver to circulate, and you can't circulate gold and silver effectively on a credit card kind of thing anyway, so it's gonna be really weird. Now, bear in mind, during this period of time, I expect that we will have the ultimate, ultimate system end in the sense that Amazon won't work anymore. They, will, they won't have anything to pay people with. They won't be able to keep goods in stock. They won't be able to transact because there will be no functioning banking system. So that's what all of us um, uh, conspiracists, conspiracy experts are planning for. That's why we're getting extra food. That's why we're getting all of our extra supplies, you know, getting extra toothpaste, anything you're likely to need, because there, there is very, very, uh, very high probability that there will be, come a point in time where the entire distribution system of goods functionally breaks down along with the money. And that's going to be the chaos period here in the United States. Um, the Biden regime will not survive this period okay, uh, legally or not. So if they're not legally removed by the Supreme Court or the military prior to this period, they will be removed by the people the same way that Lula has been removed from uh, the capital of Brazil and he's now trying to hide out in Sao Paulo. Uh, but the word is that he's not getting the support he expected to receive in Sao Paulo or from the military and that he's uh, preparing to flee the country rather than be arrested and go back to jail. Um, we'll see how it plays out. But here, we're gonna have those same kind of reactions as everything breaks down. Um, so it's gonna be very, very chaotic. Uh, you need to prepare yourself for probably uh, one of the most, hmm, interesting certainly, but one of the most energetic years ever in uh, American history. And that's 2023. And uh, 2024, I think, will actually be quite a bit better 
than uh, 2023 insofar as the people are concerned uh, because there will be a certain degree of uh, uh, settlement on on uh, some things and we'll be returning to the constitutional republic even though it will be a hard road uh, we will succeed we will win and it's going to uh, provide a better america than we've had these past 60 80 years that the wef has been working us over bear in mind they started taking over the american colleges and infiltrating all of the colleges in the late 50s and early 60s okay uh, we saw the first signs when all the communists were coming in and we had the big communist um, cleanup in the, in the political structure in the 50s, right? Uh, and then in the 60s, they take over the education system. And so they started working it from there. And here we are now. And so we've been going at this for 50, 60 years. And we're at the peak of their ability to do things. We actually passed it. They're on the decline. They're on the defensive. They won't recover to be aggressive. Uh, they'll, excuse me, they will be aggressive in their defense, but they're not going to be able to attack us and, and institute new plans. Their, their global reset isn't going to happen. The, the whole climate change thing is, is going to fail completely. And uh, we will have the historical understanding of the mother weffers, what they've done, and um, uh, all of this uh, emerge um, over these next few years. And it'll be really interesting to get into the history. We'll actually probably end up with college courses on all of this, right? And the history of the, the great takeover plot of the 21st century. It's just a, a really fucking interesting time. So uh, I'm here now, I gotta do stuff. And we'll discuss some of this in the future. But the outliers are gonna, basically the outliers, the fringe elements taking over. And <laughs> there's not a whole lot the, the Mother Weppers can do about it. So they are losing, it's a good time for us. It's gonna be a good year. Next year, too, is going to be a good year in 2024. Um, but they're going to be very energetic. Uh, lots of chaos, lots of uh, hardship, and just stuff to overcome. So it'll be okay that way. All right, guys, got to get moving here.